0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good people. What is up? You are listening to the Highs and, and the Lows podcast. Good morning, nine point three FM. How is everybody doing today?
1: Everybody's well. How are you? I'm, I'm doing
0: good. I'm,
1: doing, I'm good. doing great, actually. Today's been a great morning. <laughs> it's been a great weekend. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. You were having fun outside, weren't yes, you? Yes, I <laughs> was. Yes, I was.
1: I was doing <laughs> cardio on the on the grass. As soon as I pulled up into the um, parking lot, you mm. know, I, I was parking and I was like, that grass looks so soft and green. I wanted <laughs> cardio, so I started.
2: <laughs> how nice. How uh, are you yeah. doing, Melody?
3: How are you, melody? I'm doing good. Um, it was a really great stri- start to my day watching Liz do her cartwheel.
1: I expected it. She's like,
2: it's a really nice day. I want to <laughs> mm-hmm. go to the beach. Yeah. yeah. Oh sorry.
1: my God. Yeah. And you're totally prepared for that. So we should yeah. definitely go to the beach. <laughs> <Yeah>. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be another hot day. I hope you guys are staying hydrated. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are staying safe out there. Um, you know, it gets really hot out there on the floors for the doggies. So just <laughs> make sure you're, you're keeping them indoors when it is.
0: Drink your water.
1: Drink your water. Yes, stay hydrated. Um, but this episode, we want to kind of change it up a little bit. You know, um, other episodes, we have talked about our mental health, the ways to help our mental health and to advocate for it to, you know, make. Each each of any uh, each of a, uh, one of us understand what it truly is to feel vulnerable, what it truly is to feel alone, but to always know that there's always there um, along the way. You know, we pave our our pathways on a road to a different life that we don't know about, and the journey within is al- always going to be the most beautiful, yes. more more beautiful than the destination for sure. Yes. And yeah. I think that can bring us up to you know speaking about things that we like to do. Like it, during those journeys, I feel like we. Are so focused on you know where are we going, where are we landing, what are we doing to get there? Meet, yeah, to get there to meet that destination. That sometimes we forget about reflecting on the things that we would like to do. You know, yeah. like personally, <laughs> this morning, things. yeah, like this morning, I love to dance, so I did choreos, you know, yeah. techniques, yeah. practice all of those techniques. I'm sure all of you have something that you guys love of to course. do, or that along the way, you know, you discover that oh gosh, this is a passion that I I love to do. This is a passion that makes me wanna. That makes me that feel happy you. or mm-hmm. makes me feel motivated to go along with my day. Or yes. makes me look forward to something that I know I day. like to do, mm-hmm. you yes. know. Yes. I know that sports plays a big role yes. in that, yeah. yeah.
3: Like running played a really big part in my life. Like mm-hmm. For school, like running, yes. I would wake up early mornings like at 6 in the morning just to go run. And At first, I would be like tired, but then as like I m- made it into a routine, I really enjoyed running more. What
1: made you feel. Okay, so I, I
2: used to run too. How did it start? Yeah. Like the whole run? Yeah, thing, how, how did it start? Yes.
3: I don't know. I just always wanted to run. And I like the adrenaline, like mm-hmm, the feeling. Mm-hmm. So, like,
1: it, attracted, what, yeah, it that uh-huh, attracted you. It's something that attracted you?
3: Because I really like working with the speed. So that's what I like to do the that's most. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I
1: like working in speed. I used to run two melody. And I, I, since I, okay, so I used to work at eight to five job and it was uh-huh. stressful every time, you know, yeah. in the medical field, it's very stressful. It's different, but it's rewarding. It, one thing I loved, it was just everything. Every day was new. I loved it so much, but every day after work, I would just get home, change, go running. Mm-hmm. And my mom would always be like, why do you always run right away when you get home from work? I'm like, I feel like I'm, all the things that I'm bringing from work, all the, you oh. know, patient history, all the patient emotions, I mm-hmm. carry you them with me. Out. I carry them mm-hmm. with me because I am connecting with them, you know, Honestly, and trusting yeah. them. They're trusting me. So I would just run, 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 run until, like, I felt everything kind of just I used to feel <sighs> exactly
2: the same thing because I used to work, um, when I used to work at McDonald's, I would come back. And the first thing I would do is like even my dog, she already knew. Like if she would just see my headphones, mm-hmm. she would get so excited running around because she know yeah, what it so meant. Already. So I would literally like go and I people would tell me like, oh, like how like the distance but I'm like, I don't know, I just run until I get mm-hmm. tired. Like I'm not measuring it or anything. Mm-hmm. And I would go walk around saviors, the D M B. Like I would just go like in the street and I would run. And especially if I had a bad day at work, I felt like when I was running, everything um, like I would get everything out out of there. So it's kind of like what Liz is saying, mm-hmm. and I feel like mm-hmm. that's kind of like a good way to um cope with um negative situations mm-hmm. because you're taking it out in a healthy way. No, I,
3: yeah, I, I feel like what you guys are saying too because I feel like my most stressful days that's how I would be like six yes. in six in the morning doing like track workouts my coach would be like you did so good today she's yeah. like you're stressed Tom huh? like yeah. yes yeah. but yes. I also like also try to push myself the other days as well yeah not just when I felt stressed. yeah definitely
1: yeah, yeah runnings a great cope like a great stress reliever mm-hmm. uh, any physical exercise mm-hmm. really yeah. yoga so I I've, I've been trying to do a lot of yoga uh, with you know in the mornings when I do uh, if I wake uh-huh. up early um, and it definitely helps you clear your mind doing mm-hmm techniques breathing you know or listening to that music that is very mellow that it's very yeah put it Mm into i usually listen to it on on my phone but it's it's a good it's definitely a good exercise i do recommend it what do you like to do what's your hobbies what are your interests what do Uh, you well you know what makes you (laughs) you
2: (laughs) i feel like since i was little i've always been into some type of activity um but what i love most is swimming and when i was little i would be um like on swimming teams in school. Wow. Um, it just gives me a sensation of freedom. Like, we can't fly, but it's kind of like something similar when you're in the water, you know? Like, Cause you're you don't feel free. your body, yeah. like, the weight of it. You're just, like, you know? Like, just, I don't know, floating. I feel like I really like that, or being at the at the beach. Sometimes, actually, um, last, about two years ago, I would go pretty often and, like, just swim in the ocean, but... um. The body, the guards wouldn't really let me because they were telling me like, oh, don't get close to here, don't get close to over there, and they would tell me like over and over and I was just like, oh, like I'll just leave. But that's something that I really love, and I would have liked to maybe like do it professionally, I guess, in a nice. way. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know about now, but I mean back then I really liked it. You and can um,
3: sorry, you can still do it. You know, you it's think? never too late. Yeah, yeah, sure, I feel like too late.
2: that's something I really, really like. I just feel like myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Did You um, swim
1: as a kid? Did you have yeah, like lessons always.
2: and all Since that? Since I was little, wow, yeah, that's amazing. Since I, I was like one, I would say. Oh, wow, yeah, that's, that's really good. I still can't swim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, uh, am I the only
1: one here that doesn't yeah. know how to yeah. swim? VB I and can, yeah. Vivian, I can teach you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I would love to swim in the ocean. My mom loves swimming in the ocean, she just will throw herself in, you know, really? Yeah, she oh, loves waves yeah. and all that. That's I can swim. swim in a pool, <laughs> but not at the I, no, my son gets scared
2: though he's like no like what if a shark's gonna eat <laughs> you and then i feel bad for him so i'm like well i'll just stay close by but yeah
3: Liz. you know that's how i started like my dad would throw me in the pool i would Damn. be thrown in by like cousins and like that's yeah. how i learned oh no, yeah. no. <laughs>
1: i feel <laughs> like I that's scary too though my biggest <laughs> fear is the ocean oh. my biggest fear no not necessarily the ocean you know i love the ocean mm. the ocean brings me um but relaxation brings me powerful oh yeah power definitely yeah, I, I always go to the ocean to speak my manifestations yes. I scream yes. them out there <laughs> um but yeah one thing I fear the most I think it's
2: being o- in there being
1: Maybe. or dying in in, in water my no dad control. would tell
2: me you need to yeah yeah enjoy it but you need to respect that I it's mean, nature it it, that you, that you is know? one of the
1: things that is <laughs> yeah. powerful the ocean yeah. that the ocean can literally lift and we will all mm-hmm. be. yeah yeah, yeah. It's Love beautiful, oh, but yeah. I can kill you. What about you, Joseph?
0: <laughs> oh, me, it's easy. Photography. Because, oh. you know. <laughs> he yeah. was like, I'm waiting for oh, them yeah. to ask <laughs> me. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, even, like, I feel like somewhere deep down inside me, like, even though I was little, like, I, I knew I wanted to do this, but I was just, I don't know, maybe too scared to, or just not like, ah, like I don't know if I can do this. Because... Um, I actually I had Instagram like when it like first came out like I was like a kid like I don't I don't know how old I was, but I probably oh, should have never had Instagram at the time. <laughs> but Instagram back then it was just like photography photos. It was just for like mm-hmm. o- like old people. Like old people would just post like photography photos, and I would just be on there like you know liking it, all that. I wouldn't <laughs> post Aww, anything. That's so cute. Yeah, and and yeah, so that happened, and then like uh, just somewhere deep down south like. I don't know what I want to do, but if I were to do something, I know it would want. I would want to be doing I this. I feel like mm-hmm.
2: that's a good example of how sometimes, since we're kids, we know what we like, but when when we're adults, we don't. And we're thinking about what should I be good at in a mm-hmm. career. We forget about what we're naturally good at or mm-hmm. what or what we um, we're interested mm-hmm. in. Yeah, and I feel like that's a good example of that. Yeah, that's definitely, that's true. Um, since you talk about, you know, be
1: adulting and yeah, having mm-hmm. those interests or um, doing things like that, along the way of your journey, you do discover your true self mm. within, you know, like, apart from having those people around you, or your external experiences from life, you know, you have to know yourself within, know your hobbies, know your experiences, and then go out there in the world and explore what the what your purpose is, mm-hmm. I guess, or what your career life is, um, and that brings me to this: What made you guys, like your start, your photography? Okay, yeah. I know that photography, photography has always been something you've been mm-hmm. interested in. Psychology, I know you mentioned last time, just mm-hmm. because yeah. of your your um, personal, you know, experiences mm-hmm. within your uh, home life mm-hmm. and. A personal life you wanted to study something to help others mm-hmm. when you didn't have the help yes. um Bibi, i know that for psychology the same thing as melody kind of yeah. personal experiences um but is that the only thing that kind of made you uh be influenced to study what you're studying you well, know to choose your major else? yeah or, or is it something else
0: mainly for me <coughs> my major is sociology but mainly for me the like catalyst for that was taking care of my grandma because mm-hmm. i took care of her since i was like i don't know like five or six you know, because I would, like, be there for, like, I'm pretty sure I've talked about this before on the podcast, like, help her with her insulin and all that, make sure uh her sugar's all good. I'll be doing all that. So, at first, I was like, yeah, I want to be a doctor. Then I was like, nah, I don't want to be a doctor. But, like, you know, I feel like with sociology, I can still help people in a way where it's like, okay, I'm here for you, I got you, you know, I'm here to help. Yeah,
2: definitely, you're going to be there for many people. Mm -hmm. And it's really good. And you know what, right now that you mentioned, I met a person a long time ago Um. And she was trying to become a doctor, but she told me that she saw... She ended up becoming a psychologist because she saw that, okay, maybe their physical body is, like, healed when you leave the hospital. But what about the inside? Mm -hmm. Like, how is your mental state after, I don't know, you went through... You had surgery or you woke up from a coma. I don't know, like, from all these things. And that's something I never forgot. It was, I think, when I was in high school, there were... um. Because I studied in Mexico, and the last year of high school, they kind of put you into the area of where mm-hmm. you're going to, mm-hmm. like, go um, to university. So um, they would um, have professional people come and, like, maybe talk about their profession and maybe for you to have an idea of where you want to go. And then this person said that. And then since then, I never forgot about I, – I never used to think about those things when I was a teenager, to be honest. Like, oh, like, how does this person feel after – Whatever she went through, so I just it kind of like planted the seed on me to want to do something about that, you know. If I've always had that need of wanting to, if Experience. I can ease okay. something for somebody, I'll do it, you yeah. know. Or how are you feeling? And I feel like sometimes people might think I'm noisy or chismosa or something, but I just <laughs> I'm so intrigued in people. How do they think? Why do they yes. think like that? Yes. Why? Why do they? Their mm-hmm. personality mm-hmm. what shape them, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you? How do you think when you're having a struggle, or mm-hmm. you know? I just I feel like I can ask a person that I just met so many questions, but not in a bad way. It's just something that I really like. Yeah, yeah. So, so you want yeah. to know how the brain works, basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. you yeah. science. <laughs> I love it.
3: Yeah, and that's similar to like what, like how what made me study psychology too, because I know that there's like when you're younger, like what you go through can also affect what how you develop like in adulthood mm-hmm. and later yeah. on and even then like adulthood if you go something through that period like yeah. it can affect you even then so like just knowing about how what you went through and where you come from like it really makes an impact on knowing about others h- what they went through yes. and, and knowing how to help sometimes this them can, out.
2: can help you um See other things that maybe we didn't know when we mm-hmm. were smaller, like, oh, yeah. well, I can um, study this or work here, you know, not everything is negative. Like maybe sometimes things happen for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and thanks to that. Now, you know what you want, what path you want to take or what job you want to have or all these things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And you, Liz, what about you?
1: Me? Um, damn, I love this. Uh, I love this question. <laughs> I, I'm a biology major. I want to, you know, pursue being a doctor. Um ever since I was little, you know, I always knew I was going to help people. But I feel like my biggest motivation, my biggest um yeah, my biggest motivation is being a dreamer. Mm. I'm a dreamer, I'm a Dhaka resident. I don't have the same, you know, opportunities that mm, you guys have. Unfortunately, I don't have the same opportunities that you guys have. And I think that's always something that pushed me to do more, you know, than what I'm expected to.
3: Yeah.
1: Okay. Um I became really intrigued with biology for the same reason that you yeah, that you said you like to know the reason behind things. Um I like to know why, you know, why things happen in nature. Um in astronomy and astrology, I like to know why things happen in the universe, where we came from, gas, you know, gas and um literally just gas and <laughs> yes. and dust and <laughs> rocks. How um, everything started. Yeah, how everything <laughs> started. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, that's where I got inspired from. Um, working in the medical field when I was 18 to 20 definitely impacted a lot in my life. Um,
2: How af- would you feel, sorry, like when you were to see somebody, like in, I don't know, being in pain or things like that like i feel
1: well, like that's so hard it, okay so <laughs> i went to adult school for ma right i yep. went to adult school i graduated um and then i got hired at clínicas um, which is a uh, really unknown uh, you know clinics here in, in ventura mm-hmm. county and it, it is for the low income so if you guys need any help or anything please go to clínicas they are great they're great yeah. they're great at what they do um and i got hired with no experience you know and at 18. Keep in mind, yep. I was 18 out of high school. What d- Can you imagine what my mindset was at 18? I was a teenage girl. I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. I had just gotten out of high school. I was still working as a, I believe, as a server. Um, that was my first serving job. So I think that I always knew how to connect with people um, because I did dance in high school, so mm-hmm. I had a team. You know, I went out there, I com- mm-hmm. competed. I transition from that was really bad because we moved to a different town so I think that kind of affected mm-hmm. me in many ways too um, but when I came when when I graduated high school I went through that medical field and I, I you know I got the job and when my first day I remember I walked in I was wearing pink scrubs and on a Tuesday it was pink <laughs> pediatrics day <laughs> and I was like I don't know what well my life is going to be here you know this is I'm here because I want to know if the medical field is my That's true fair. calling mm-hmm. with my true calling And fast forward to twenty twenty, you know, it was the most beautiful experience I had. Um, Going back to your question, I always felt so vulnerable for patients. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, what can I do to? And never, you know, you can't never fix anyone a broken glass all the way up. So I think one thing I always used to like. think is like, you know what, you're not going to ask them how are you, because they're not okay if yeah, they're in a, doctor's mm-hmm. obvious, uh, in a doctor's office, obviously you know, they're not okay, they're here for help, Yes. so I would just um, ask, how can I make you feel better, yes. you know, what makes, what hurts oh, I um, that. yeah, yeah. It, it was interesting, you know, I had l- I, tre- I helped with every specialty, I went into pediatrics OBGYN, family medicine internal medicine, I work with different doctors, many different patients, so I It was definitely a lifetime experience. I learned how to connect, how to do things with life. um, And, yeah, you know, I envisioned me as a doctor, seeing Dr. Pawar. Shout out to her. I envisioned myself as a a good doctor like her, you know, doing, truly caring for their patients. And I think that's where I said, yes, this is what I want to do.
2: I really like what you said because... It really makes a difference when you actually care about the patient rather than, okay, I did whatever you needed, like, bye, right? Yeah, because yeah. You yes, you can't, yeah, like how you said about the glass, right? Yeah, many
1: mm-hmm. people, many patients would tell me to, because, okay, so I'm known... I always uh, wear red lipstick, right? I'm (laughs) known for (laughs) that. Um, My patients at the clinic used to always ask for me as the girl with red lips. lips. La niña de los labios rojos. Yeah, it was so cute, dude. I had amazing people. (laughs) Uh, I always (laughs) remember that. And I always remember (laughs) certain patients, too. Mm -hmm, But one time I was in Simi, and a lady was like, you really do have helping hands. Like, keep Mm -hmm. going. Like, your touch I was drawing blood, I think. Your touch is... You have that. Yeah. Like You, yeah, have, yeah. That you have that desire. You have and it. See,
2: that's what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. Since you're little, it's like you kind of know. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you have to follow your intuition uh. because it's where you belong, yeah. basically, yeah. right? Yeah. And yes. th- I'm sure that when people tell you things like that, it's kind of like a signal of saying like you're doing good, yeah. stay on this path. Yeah, like going. Don't doubt yourself when it's getting hard, when you feel like it's too much because it's... Maybe a patient that told you that but it's gonna make you feel like okay this is where i belong it was amazing yeah Yeah. every every little thing and then how you know it all started with you taking that first step
3: being 18 going into the clinic going going to
1: an adult school not even the clinic Uh. the adult school was actually one of the hardest thing i did you know i had to drive myself at 18 i didn't know how to like be around everywhere i Mm. mean i knew you know yes i was a wise person but you know
2: back then there was no GP.
1: It, was in, it, was <laughs> <same>. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the same. I got lost one
2: time now, so I was just like oh.
1: and I had a really mean <laughs> teacher in my adult school. Mm-hmm. I had a really mean teacher, but I think that also pushed me harder cuz mm-hmm. she would always say I'm not mean because I want to, you know. I want to push you because mm-hmm. you're going to need to know yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah,
3: and then some teachers actually
1: push you because they see that that desire you have the potential. Have the yeah, yeah. The potential, the mm-hmm. desire that you Yeah, definitely.
2: So when I went to um well, m- when my doctor called me and he told me that my son was going to have trisomy 18th, um, he explained it. I didn't know it was a chromosomal problem. And he basically told me that his whole body was going to be deformed. Like, everything was going to be there in the complete different side. He was going to have eight fingers instead of five. Like, one eye. I don't know. Like, something that you would not even expect what you were going to have. And the first thing I did was I went to um, YouTube and I started looking at stories of people that had that. And, oh, my God, when I saw the baby, like how it came out and then it would die and things like that. I was just like, because they told me, do you want to continue your pregnancy or do you want to stop it? Mm -hmm. You know, like just talk with your partner about it. And it's just like when you plan to have a baby, you never think about these things no. that happen. And realistically, like 50% of the pregnancies end in miscarriages. And there's nothing that you did wrong or that you could have done mm-hmm. to prevent because it's a chromosomal problem, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But we don't understand this. And then sometimes you start thinking like, oh, it's because I did that or I don't know so many things. But um, what I want to like emphasize in this is that my doctor, he helped me. He was so supportive because he would talk to me he would call me like hey how are you doing you know like I'm gonna send you with a specialist yeah, he genuinely cared yes, about the situation it's yeah. not because it was his job but you can tell the difference of Him doing something that he loves because the treatment I had throughout my whole pregnancy, like I wish I could give them something you know to like think them in return, and not just him but to my specialist as well because he told me to be honest, I've I'm a special in I'm a a specialist in these type of pregnancies and I don't see anything wrong with your with your baby. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So you know that you speak about the difference between having someone who actually genuinely cares about the situation and the patient is very cr- like critical very important mm-hmm. because i i worked you know with different doctors i always knew when they cared and when mm-hmm. they didn't they did you, you know cuz i was in the back office obviously mm-hmm. you, you hear see, you everything see. you yeah. see everything you and it was crazy to me, and I think that's another thing that always motivated me more. I would always be in my mind, you know, or telling my coworkers, like, damn, like, I'm going to be a better doctor than that. Yes. Like, these people are coming here for help, and you're kind of just turning your back on them. You're putting <sighs> your,
2: li- your life in their hands, basically. And it's yes. like they don't have the passion to work with yeah, the Yeah, and the help. it was
1: so sad because, mm-hmm. you know, like, you have that power, and you're not— you, you're not you're using, using it. it. You're yeah. not using it. You're more of kind of redirecting yourself into, you know, other because you're lazy or because you just don't like it. And, you yeah, know, you can tell yeah, that. you can definitely tell. But it's important to have people that genuinely care about your, you know, um, your Medical, your mm-hmm. well, and also mm-hmm. to
2: pursue a career that you're actually going to enjoy, because maybe there's people that became doctors because of some other the reasons, mm-hmm. not because they Family, wanted. Family, a lot of, yeah, pressure.
1: Of yeah, pressure, a lot of pressure, a lot. So of what happens
2: now when you're actually cultures. like working as a doctor? You know, like there's how everything starts showing up because the way you treat people or mm-hmm. all these things, mm-hmm. and the consequences are that. Maybe for the person, it didn't seem as much, but for the patient, you know, it made a negative impact. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they're scared, they're anxious when they're going to go into another surgery, or They're not going to know what to expect. Yeah. yeah, you right?
0: can't go. You can't do half the work if you're a doctor because, yeah. you know, what if the patient needs 100% of the help? Like <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. But, yeah, so it's
1: yes,
2: very definitely.
1: important to, you know, know your hobbies, know what you like. Um, explore your, your interests. Sit down and ask yourself, what well, haven't I done in a while that makes me truly feel like me? Yes. Yeah. Mm. You know, that makes you reflect something and say, that's hey. unique from yourself. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, not, it doesn't, not related to work, not related to school. Like, for yourself, a hobby, an interest, a, a, something. Uh, if you like to draw, if you like to paint, you know, paint. Yeah. Um, you know, like yourself.
3: take the time to, to, To feed your soul, you know, and become, like, like feed your soul, yes, Yes. feed your soul.
2: I also think it's kind of cool to think it as, um, like, what made you happy when you were a little kid? What did you enjoy? Because I feel like our body, yeah, maybe we're adults, but we're kind of the same person inside, you Mm -hmm. know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's really important. Sometimes... Um, not because we're adults we need to be boring you know like yeah. we can still have mm-hmm. fun like still have your um, like inner child there and I think that's really um, I don't know I really like to think about that like to just have fun and enjoy like you can just look at kids and oh, I, I know um, kids and having oh how God, they're so always cute. happy. How if they fall or they hurt themselves, they like they'll get back or. up. Or maybe they'll cry, but they'll go and play again. Mm. Or how like they, they recover so, so fast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I, I really admire that from kids. And I feel like in what moment do we lose all of that? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. We start telling we we like people start telling us like okay don't do this because of that. So they start conditioning us and we grow. And then we start being boring Or or like, Oh you're too old to do that. Yeah, but no, I think we should always we all have an inner child Yeah, Yeah, I played soccer
0: a lot when I was younger, so if you guys want to go play soccer after this we can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I should
2: have brought my my (laughs) melody
1: like (laughs) I think my center, my center is dense. I'm always dancing. If you know me, I'm always dancing or twirling around or doing something.
3: Doing cartwheels. <laughs> doing
1: cartwheels. <laughs> I'm always doing something. I think I just love it.
2: When I was little, I used to um, <laughs> do ballet. I used to um, dance in this like Hawaiian class. <laughs> but I didn't like it. I wanted to go to basketball or swimming. That's right, so in the that's day right. of my presentation, like my mom made my my tutu, t- my, my um, <laughs> shoes—I don't even know what they were called—and they were waiting for me. My dad with a professional camera. Like the audience was there, and they were like, "Okay, so Viviana, Viviana, and pues, I was at you the all, pool." You know, every time this this, <laughs> 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 you <at> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: this kind of story reminds me of La Rosa de Guadalupe.
2: <laughs> I swear, because they were already like my grandparents from both sides of my family, and I was like, I don't feel like doing (laughs) that. So I just stayed with my um coach after the class. Like I was not even, and it was not my time. And I was just playing in the water. Wow! And they were going crazy. That called you. That's what called you. Like
1: come, you know, (laughs) water is coming to me. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like that's what called you, and that's important. I mean, even as a little kid, you knew.
2: Yeah. I do. Yeah. And they were. They thought I was lost. They were looking, at, like, everywhere throughout the whole building. You're like, no, I'm chilling. And then <laughs> I was just there. And, like, they didn't tell me anything because I guess they were more worried that I was lost. Mm-hmm. No. But, yeah, like, I would just always do things like that. Like, do whatever I wanted, not how what they wanted me to. How too, did your
3: parents react to it when you didn't show up?
2: Well, my mom got mad, but I felt like she felt a relief. Mm. So because she kind of just friends. took me home. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. after that, they didn't take me to those classes anymore. So at least yeah <laughs> that they knew <laughs> she's not a ballerina <laughs> she's a swimmer yes.
0: <laughs> what did you do when you were a little mel
2: uh when i was little
3: i always wanted to play sports for some reason like that was my call but like i wanted to play soccer mm-hmm. when i was young i never got to like i wanted to join the team and i would always be like oh like how do i start you know and like my parents they wouldn't see me as like a sport person back then and i know my uncle he would and like but I didn't want to, like, get in his way because, you know, he has his own family. So I was just, like, well, what do I do, you know? But until, like, later, that's when I started to be into well, sports. What would they,
0: like, kind of push you towards instead of soccer?
3: Mm. You see, I don't really know. Like, they weren't really, like. They just push you away from Yeah. It? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I didn't really have, like, the A specific I- way the to experience, go. like, with parents as much when i was younger mm-hmm. so i was mostly like with my sister or my brother
1: when he was younger
3: at that time oh, okay. mm-hmm. right
1: that definitely shapes you too, you know think differently uh-huh. too if you were not close to your parents i know that many of us uh, w- you know we y- you were not close to our parents mm-hmm. not even yeah. now um as a child you kind of get and especially if you have a big family, mm-hmm. you you know, I know that your mom has to be looking out for so many or, you know, um, you kind of and if they're back to back, you're kind of mm-hmm. just there like, oh, I have to take care of this yeah. one now. Now mm-hmm. that one kind of pushes away. Yeah. Um, now that we're talking about, you know, hobbies and all of that, like I want to touch on a subject where um, um, briefly for what let us kind of hear, um, you know, our challenges. Mm-hmm. Um because we are reflecting on things that we like to do for ourselves, I kind of want to reflect or help uh, help you guys help me al- also to reflect on my um, my challenges, like what, what to your victories, challenges to victories. That's yeah. what we're going to call this. Um, and I know that we've done it in, in the past before in a wellness meeting with the peer facilitator team at EOPS and melody was actually one of our panelists there she had me in tears i know that you guys haven't heard oh. her story to hear it. um melody if you're willing to share with the world a little bit about your story i know it's a little bit emotional it's mm-hmm. up to you you definitely don't have no, to yeah. sure. but you know it's something really good to um
2: listen to, to
1: listen to and to motivate you guys you know to find your true self to keep going and pushing forward even even when the challenges in life are definitely present yeah want to start yeah so
3: like growing up I didn't really have like a positive role model to look up to or like even then like that I was surrounded by you know like in my house environment it was always like or it was like people I didn't want to turn out to be because of how they were and it was mostly like my dad because of like how he would um drink all the time and he would like hit my mom. So growing up, that's like what I would see. And I know that I didn't wanna like face that. And I was young, so I didn't really know how to react to it. And I know like it would make me sad and like feeling helpless because I wanted to help my mom. And I felt like I was scared because I was small, you know, I was young at the age of, how was I? like 13 12 and well like it was scary for me like to stand up to my dad and get in the way you know but like now I still do that you know stand up to him at times but like back then it was really hard for me to get in get in between them and stop you know because I also didn't want to get hurt But seeing my mom get hurt, it really affected me, like the way I saw things. And I also like wanted to help others who are going through the same thing too, which is why like it's been leading me to like the psychology field and like wanting to help others because of the struggles that I went through. I know what it's like when you're there and I just wanna like let you know too, like I'm there for you. But when just seeing that and having the domestic violence Um, it was really hard it was really hard for me at that time I didn't really know what I was going through I know what I went through now as I see it that I'm older but like before I was diagnosed with depression and anxiety I never knew it myself I didn't know like oh I was depressed I knew I felt sad I knew I would isolate myself I knew I lost my appetite, I had no motivation, but going to school was one thing that I never let myself out of, you know, because I loved school, school was my way out. Usually, I know for some people, school, I mean, home is their safe place, and for me, that wasn't. I felt like I always needed a way to, I always needed to find a way out of being home. So school was really something that I really really look up to every day, you know, I was away from home. Yes, I worried about my mom and my siblings sometimes. Like, oh, what if they're not okay, you know? But I still went to school, and that's how I was able to get my mind off of what was going on.
1: My lady, may I ask, how old mm-hmm. were your siblings?
3: My brother, to be exact, I don't really know, but he was like. Maybe like one years old. He okay. was like really young. Yeah, my sister was in high school. I think she was like a junior or a senior oh, at that time. Okay,
1: so you have an older sister, mm-hmm. and you were in like twelve. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay.
3: So,
2: so what would be like one thing that helped you overcome?
1: To
3: overcome it.
1: Oh, what it made you? What can I ask? I know that you have mentioned it before. What was the stop point where you realized, you know this is this is it? Like,
3: when I was going through depression? Yeah,
1: what what helped you, yeah, Mm kind of realized, like, hey, you know, this is it. I I need to help myself. What What was your turning point?
3: My turning point was when, you know, what it was, I didn't notice myself, but it was a concern of one of my counselors, Dr. Gomez. And um, she called me up into her office, and she started talking to me, you know, and because of her, like, I would have, I felt like I would have not been here where I was today and because with her help, like I might have not have liked liked it like, not in a bad way, like not liking (laughs) it, but like you know what I went through and all that. But with her help, like talking to someone really made me feel better. Mm -hmm. And I saw a psychologist, you know, um, I also had social services come to my house and check up on me and see how the environment was at my house and then also made sure if there was food on the table for me to eat because of like mm-hmm. how I was really underweight mm-hmm. and like really skinny. Was
2: that scary, um, Melody? Mm-hmm, um, yeah. The social workers going to your house? That's because what really—that's really scary.
3: That's what really frightened me because I always had in my mind, oh, like, what if I get taken away mm-hmm, from my exactly. parents? What if I never see my siblings, my mm-hmm. family? Where am I gonna be? I started to overthink everything, mm-hmm. and I thought I just wouldn't be where I was, mm-hmm. you know, in that place. But yeah, just having those resources given to me really helped me become better because getting that help, I was, and, like, talking talking it out, I that's when I realized, like, oh, what am I doing to get better? How can I get better? And, and how old
1: were you at the time now? At
3: that time, that was in eighth grade. So I was, like, 13. 13. 13. Thirteen. Okay. 13, 14, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because then when I was 15 and I and I was already in high school, that's when I realized, oh, like, I've always wanted to do sports. Mm -hmm. So that's when I first joined cross country. Mm -hmm. I did track. Mm -hmm. And you had the more resources Mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah, Yeah, and that really helped me be a better person and heal myself. Yes. And even then, like, I continued after high school, and I did it in college, in. Um, university but in college too that's where I really pushed myself more with the sports and like I never saw myself getting athlete of the year with the hall ah! of fame and I was really excited <laughs> wow. when that happened so I really see it as sports was something that really brought me into feeling better and motivating me to to do better for myself
2: so what do you say that sports in a way like boosted your self-esteem or your Mm self-worth that maybe sometimes you don't feel you're capable of because you're stuck in this bubble of like negativity in your house and maybe sometimes don't tell you like oh you're really good at this or keep it up you know and maybe at school you had that and it was like a way that made you like open your eyes I guess mm-hmm. you would say
3: no yeah that really opened my eyes because like I was saying like I had very few m- family members who would help me out like I do think my like my other's family side like my tia and my cousins but like from like my own family family mm-hmm. like yeah. it was really hard because they, they didn't even know what I was going through I guess now that I see it I knew when I was like barely starting to feel depressed I was struggling in silence. And mm-hmm. so, yes, mm-hmm. so now when I see that, I try to help people mm-hmm. because I know mm-hmm. what it's like. Many. And <laughs> I think
1: that is one thing that when we are faced with trauma and a hardship, we become silent. Yeah. Just because we don't know how who relay our emotions out there, you know. I am so proud of you, Melody, for you overcoming all of that and mm-hmm. being here today able to say, I did that. You mm-hmm. know, I passed, I got the help for my family and for myself. And mm-hmm. here I am now. Like you said, you wouldn't have been here. Mm-hmm. I can imagine how hard it is.
0: Yeah, because school being your safe haven, I can only imagine how weekends were for you or like yeah. when it was summer oh, break vacations. or spring break. Yeah, break, it was hard. Cause they, w- they were vacations for probably other kids, but for you, probably mm-hmm. not.
1: Definitely okay. a challenge to a victory. And I know that you mentioned last time one of your biggest um, motivation is your sibling Mm -hmm. um, because you don't want him to go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. You would definitely want to be there and, you know, help him out.
3: Yeah, I definitely want to be there for him because even then now, like, I know like, I talk to him and see how he's doing. And even then to my sister too, but it's kind of hard to talk to her because she's not really home. She's busy working. But, like, my brother that I get to see, I do check up on him and, like, I see some similar things that like I went through and like, I know he tries to, he doesn't like to show his emotions mm-hmm. and I see why mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. like my dad no, would kind understand. of teach him like that and like in a game, like in baseball, yeah. he's he's a pitcher and there's times where, you know, he pitches really fast the ball mm-hmm. so he's hurt a kid and he felt bad mm-hmm. and he started to cry mm-hmm. and my dad like told him, oh, why are you crying? Mm-hmm. Stop crying. Repressing, Guy's for cry. repressing yeah. his and then, like, No, like, let him you okay. know <laughs> and yeah, I, told him heard I told yeah, him like it's okay on. to like it's
1: okay to cry Yes. yeah it's mm-hmm. important yeah I'm so like we said last time you know it's important we want to do it for the kids that di- that we, d- we want to do for the kids that what we didn't have we want to yeah, offer yes, them exactly. what we don't
0: have yeah we want to have like a snowball effect you know people listen to this they can help other people including kids you know let them know all these things you know because they might not know
2: and I think it's really good that even though you're scared to be brave enough to like step out there a little bit because it might be hard you know like you said standing up to your dad and Mm -hmm. I'm not saying like expose yourself Mm -mm. to get hurt or something no but in the sense that you are growing like within yourself because you're um you're knowing that what he's doing is not okay Mm -hmm. so by you identifying that like that's a huge step because it's kind of like breaking the like the pattern Mm -hmm. like with your brother for example right?
1: What's one thing you would um, advise our listeners in that are in any type of situation? Um, like, like, you know, the one that you similar. just described, similar to yours.
3: Uh, one thing I would give the audience to, like, as advice, I would probably say, like, when you know you're feeling out of your normal ways, you know, if you know, like, yourself how you always are, and one day you just, like, know you've been feeling different, and it's been consistent, like, seek help, you know, because... You can't let that overtake you into something more serious where then later you might find out like, oh, like you really needed the help, you know, because it's going to take more to get out of it. Yeah. Uh So like the earlier you get help, it'll be better than, you know, when it's too late. Yes.
1: Yeah, And I also do want to mention, you know, if you are dealing with any type of uh, abuse, domestic abuse, violence, anything, you know, get the help. There is help out there. Call someone who will show up and, you know, help. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know it's hard. I know it's the fear that keeps us from that. And, yeah, it definitely is scary to, you know, stand up for yourself. But you can always just let yourself be. Um, You know, a person who loves you wouldn't hurt you or anyone. Um, Yeah that's all that i can think about that thank you for sharing that melody i know it takes great courage for you to tell us that story and i know it it has more details within Mm -hmm. um but thank you thank you for we're proud of you yeah we're We're proud proud of you you. for where you are now look at you yeah Um,
3: i'm really glad and blessed to be around you guys because you guys have really impacted my life positively
2: I think we all <laughs> feel like that. I feel like that, too. Me,
3: too. Yeah. Oh, so much love. All we need love. No,
2: especially for me, because I feel like most people can say, like, oh, I'll reach out to a family member or friend. But I've always been, like, on my own since I was pretty young. So it's, like, so in like these who? moments, like, who am I supposed yeah. to call, you mm-hmm. know? So... Like, now with you guys, I feel like at least I have somebody to, like, tell them, like, oh, I had a really bad day. Or, like, yeah. Liz is always telling me, like, hey, like, how are you? And just things like that change completely, like, your your day, you mm-hmm. know, your life. Mm-hmm. Like, just asking somebody, like, sincerely, like, how are you? And having the time to express, you know, like, oh, I'm really happy or whatever it is. That can make a really big impact. Mm-hmm. You yeah, because mm-hmm. you know
0: how how it can be going like days without anybody just even asking you that or to
1: tell you like hey you you never know you never know Mm -hmm. when was the last time a person spoke to someone yeah Like, let's say I go out in the streets and I say, you know, oh, my God. I I say hi to a person. And in their mind, they're like, wow, that was the first time I talked to someone in a long time. Mm -hmm. I got of that face to talk to that person. So if you're walking, you know, be kind, spread the kindness. You never know the difference you can do.
0: Yeah. If you have like a compliment in your head, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like I really like the person's shoes or I like her hair. Like, say it. Say it. it, Yeah. (laughs) You know what I did yesterday?
2: I went to Chick-fil-A and it was so (laughs) hot. The guy was covered in sweat like I am not lying he was like it look he just came out of the shower Aww. and I was like I've worked that fast food places before like I know how it feels so when yeah. I got to the window I asked for the manager and I told him like hey like just as a suggestion you know the guy outside he's covered in sweat like it's extremely hot like you should rotate them or do something you know like not leave them for a long period of mm-hmm. time because even though they had this like fan with like water I'm splashing I'm like dude like that's <laughs> not gonna make any difference and I, I felt bad because I didn't know if he just, like, told me, like, oh, he said I'll look into it. But I didn't know if he was actually going to do something. Yeah. And I was just parked eating with my son. And then when I left, I turned and I saw that there was two different people outside. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, well, at least because I felt really bad yeah, for him. And yeah. Like yeah. You mm-hmm. can tell, like, he yeah. was, his face was so red and I just felt really bad. Yeah. So Perhaps Maybe he speaking. doesn't even know who did it or who said something. Uh-huh. But I feel good that, I mean.
0: Yeah, it's good that you spoke up.
2: Yeah. Definitely
1: shout out to all the people who are working out in, in this weather, yeah. you know, yeah. I know my dad is probably working out there somewhere really hot, I, you know, I appreciate it dad, <laughs> you're doing great, stay <laughs> hydrated yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah you guys, today's episode was really good, I hope you guys yeah. enjoy this and I hope your week starts to a good start, you know, we are at the end of March already, uh, yeah. we welcome April this weekend and I'm really excited for that, we are already uh, four month advance into the year, yeah. we planned this back in October and we're already five episodes in <laughs> <laughs> how do you guys feel about it that went really
2: it went by really <laughs> fast I remember the first time that I told you I think it was Liz that I wanted to um, join yeah I remember and then um, I saw it coming like the possibility but at the same time like I wouldn't really fully get excited or believe like oh how would it to be actually there because it's something that really helped me heal hearing other podcasts and reading books It's something that I didn't have people to talk about. But hearing that would help me heal in some way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because it was good information. Mm -hmm. Or they Mm -hmm. would Mm -hmm. make you feel understand. Mm -hmm. Right? So I felt like if I can have this opportunity to do the same thing. Like I'm going to put my heart and like all my effort to hopefully make somebody feel how I did back then when I really needed it. So I'm just, sometimes I can't even believe it. It goes by so fast. I know.
1: I remember when I first told him, I'm like, this could be a podcast, you guys. Mm -hmm. And then a few (laughs) months later, Robert comes and tells me, hey, you know, they really like the podcast idea. I was like, what? (laughs) So I started, you know, thinking about ideas, and we recruited them, and it was great. And it it brought up
2: to a lot of blessings, like, it meeting each other. brought us up mm-hmm. together to be really close and yeah. we've had great support, you know, like from Junior, from Robert. Shout out to Junior, 993 yes. FM. Yes, for having us here.
0: Yeah, because we all, we all took a, a risk because when I first saw it, like on the list of like, um, what was it called? Like activities? Oh, okay, uh-huh. activities Yeah, today. I was like, Oh, that's when I'm really interested, in. I'm like, oh, I don't know, kind of scared. I'm like, ah, whatever. I'm gonna just try. <laughs> I'm gonna just go for it, you know? Because yeah, like, probably it. in the past, in. I'd probably be like, oh no, I just want to do the safe one. Yeah. You
1: know? yeah, I envisioned this. I did envision this, and along the way, um, over the years, even pa- back then, I used to talk to friends about you know having a podcast. Um, and look at me, here I am. I as I'm envisioning, as I envision this, I'm yeah. envisioning myself as a doctor, you know, helping people. From the heart, mm-hmm. from the origins of the need of help, because you know it, it's needed, it's out there. Yeah. And yeah, I'm forever grateful of being yeah, here I with always you guys. I thought
2: I would do something like this because I really wanted to do it, but I thought it would be like, oh, until I'm done with school, mm-hmm. that I don't know, I'll find my way. So doing it now, it's just like yeah. really hard to believe. <laughs>
1: <And> so <laughs> I think this, oh, go ahead. I nobody.
2: was gonna say,
3: I never thought I would be here either, like at a radio station. Right. And then, yeah. like, as Joseph was saying, like, oh, like, I wanna do podcasts out of all the activities yeah. there. Like, yeah. I wanna try something new. So, yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: No, like, yeah, because, like, I used to work for a podcast, like, I wouldn't, like, be on it, but, like, I'd, like, edit for them, like and then like I always you know like wanted to be like a commentator or something like that or oh, yeah, something and then um, I was in journalism so I'm like oh yes. I'm like oh I'm around it I'm around it I'm around yeah. it but I'm not in mm. it yet I'm not in it yet and then this is finally, finally. being in it yes,
1: yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a perfect way to um, end this with um, you know find your passions if you don't have one go out there and try something new yes. um, remember to just stop and think what haven't I done in a long time that I actually enjoy or that I it's something that I, it makes me feel like my true self mm-hmm. um, you know we have you have the support from us you have the support from go everyone for go for it find your true self keep yourself motivated to do whatever you want to do in life because you can mm-hmm. yes you can
2: you're a unique person and that's what's going to make you shape into the person that you want to be
1: darkness would have existed if there wasn't any sunlight and you are the sun <laughs> i really <laughs> love that <laughs> how you yeah, and you I are can. the sun so <laughs> shine brighter God. than the you know yes. the other and stars and if you're
2: shining pass on some light to the p- people oh. that need it because once sometimes somebody gets to the uh, to the top it's like You forget about other people Mm -hmm. Or you forget about How you can help And (laughs) illuminate others And And that's what Something I did I remember I I told God You know like Okay I'm kind of like Getting to the point Of overcoming this So help me Put me in a position Where I can do the same For Mm -hmm. others Mm -hmm. You know So I feel like That's really important Yes yes
1: Keep yourself you know hydrated it is getting <laughs> really hot <laughs> go to the
2: beach <laughs> go to the beach but
1: yes enjoy your weekend um, we really hope you guys like this and you know get something from it. Um, we would really like to hear your feedback share it with your friends and yeah this yes. was the, the highest and, and lows podcast. podcast thank you guys